there it is, ladies and gentlemen. We're ready to rock and roll. Hey, look, if you guys got green thumbs, then this episode is one you're going to want to pay attention to because our guest today is doing something uniquely different in that space. So let's get this one on the road. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Look, a business can give you everything you want in life. Prestige, wealth, freedom. It can also take everything away from you. This show is for those who are willing to take that risk. These are the real life stories of entrepreneurs. But before we start, I have one small favor to ask. Please leave a comment. It could be advice, critiques, tips, feedback, or share this with someone because your engagement is the most valuable and most powerful form of social currency. So thank you, and welcome to another episode of Business Bros. All right, ladies and gents, on today's episode, we got a special guest who's a farmer, businessman, and a visionary in the world of hemp and natural farming. He's the controlling owner of Blue Green Ventures, American Wholesale Hemp, Hemp Ride Genetics, Can Eat Labs, and the general control for the Northwestern Oklahoma State University Industrial Hemp Pilot Program. So join us as we delve into the world of CBDA and CBGA. And the secret, um, the secret complex. That, well, well, you know what? I don't even know what it is. It's so, it's so, it, it's su- super interesting for me. But it's the power that our future natural farming is going to have to take on. Without further ado, let's welcome to the show the one and only Mr. Ryan Early. <laughs> Oh, glad to be here. Glad to be here. All right, let's do this thing. I'm gonna start off with a couple uh, a couple questions here because I mean, you got so much going on. I mean, literally, we were talking right before the show how, how complex your schedule is already. So, can you tell me about your journey into the world of hemp and and this natural farming thing? How'd you get into this particular space? Man, so born and raised here in Oklahoma City. Um, you know, I grew up on a horse ranch just east of Oklahoma City, probably 10, 15 minutes. Uh, so, always kind of been around. You know, agriculture. Uh, my mom what is a, a naturopath, if you will, has always followed homeopathic medicine first before we run to, uh, you know, healthcare practitioners or doctor's offices. Uh, and so, you know, coming from a, a, a natural background um, to start with in agriculture, uh, right out of high school, I got into plumbing uh, and not just plumbing, but um, water purification and, and, and engineering those systems. I actually, uh, when I was 23, developed my first water purification system that we began installing um, in commercial home, uh, commercial uh, businesses, residential homes, etc., for removal of hard water, removal of uh, contaminants, arsenic, cadmium, um, you know, several bad things for for a few different larger scale city municipalities. And uh, 2014, my niece uh, got diagnosed with. Lennox-Gastaut syndrome, uh, which is a severe form of childhood epilepsy that uh, ultimately does not have a very long uh, life expectancy attached to it. And we began doing some research and found that CBD was helping a lot of kiddos, uh, especially in Europe. It was, it was starting to become more popular over there. And, uh, so we began making medicine, um, not quite so legally at that time for those kiddos. Um, using some of the extraction methods. 
It's all right. You're oh, good. Sorry. You're good. Technology, man. That's the way it operates sometimes. Using uh, some extraction methods that I had developed to completely remove the THC uh, from that CBD oil. And at that time, uh, that was almost unheard of. It was, it was very commonly known that there was THC present, and that was the illegal compound. Uh, so I began working with state legislators, uh, local lawmakers, the Bureau of Narcotics here, uh, and, and, and trying to educate them that we were now able to remove all of that substance that they were so scared of. Um, and that led to the passage of Katie's Law here in Oklahoma in 2015, which legalized CBD uh, under a doctor's prescription for certain qualifying conditions, one of them being severe forms of childhood epilepsy. And that allowed me to open the first company here in Oklahoma producing and manufacturing cannabis uh, products, specifically CBD uh, and, and soon after CBG uh, for medical uh, administration through Katie's Law. Uh, about a year into that, it was right before November 2016, we began drafting legislation and ultimately passed that legislation to allow the sale to anyone without a, a, a medical requirement, right, with no, no, no qualifying conditions, uh, to be able to access CBD if it was THC-free. Um, and, of course, that kept expanding from there. Uh, we, we worked on the industrial hemp pilot program, uh, which we ultimately passed in, in 2018. And that allowed me to partner with Northwestern Oklahoma State University and begin what we now uh, refer to as Project Hemp for Victory. What we did during that two-year research program was go to every county of the state in Oklahoma and acquire feral hemp, uh, land race cannabis, whatever we want to call it, um, and bring that in for testing to determine is this hemp, is this some old biker weed that was thrown out, you know, on the side of the road, or, you know, was there something more? Was this Indian cannabis that, that was brought here over the years uh, during, you know, the Trail of Tears and the migration and, and, and the late 19th century um, or what? And, and what we found was that uh, something that I wasn't really looking at. Uh, the U.S. government in 1938 and 39 went all over the world and collected uh, cannabis, hemp, different genetics from our enemies uh, sometimes and from our allies. And they brought them to Oklahoma because Oklahoma is very unique in the sense that it has all nine microclimates uh, that are typically associated with agriculture. Uh, which means we have very dry, uh, hard, desolate land in the Northwest. Uh, we have desert in Little Sahara, Winoka, Oklahoma, uh, all the way down to almost subtropical around Hugo and, and the McAllister region uh, in southeastern Oklahoma towards Louisiana. And so it made a perfect, um, if you will, platform uh, to bring things here from all over the world that have different climates, different soil types, and be able to uh, match those up as closely as we can uh, in their proper environment. So what they did was they were looking for the best fiber, uh, long strand fiber to be used for ropes, to be used for ships, riggings, sailors, clothing, the flags, um, all in preparation for the looming second world war. Hmm. And all of this after demonizing this plant for 20 years and ultimately passing the 1937 Marijuana Tax Act, which grouped uh, all cannabis under one law and said, uh, basically gave the differentiating names hemp and marijuana uh, 
which we currently use today, which really just slang terms. It's all cannabis. It's all cannabis sativa. Um, and so once they developed the genetics they were looking for, they found that these two strains actually uh, did the best here, produced the most fiber, grew the fastest, were the most hardy, et cetera, the most accepting to these harsh conditions. Uh, they took those genetics in, in 1940 to Kentucky and Illinois, where they ultimately planted up to 140,000 acres uh, for the next two years to cultivate all of the fiber that was used in the Second World War uh, during that time frame. And that's not readily found in the history books. You got to do a lot mm. of digging. Uh, the Wayback Machine's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's something I, I definitely didn't know. A little bit of history there that uh, you're right, it doesn't get taught. Well, it's mainly because of the stigma that cannabis has uh, with with drugs and, and, and the, I don't know, gangster rap and all that stuff. So it has that negative stigma. You don't really see the upside benefit. You don't think of making clothes and building rope and using it as a tool. It's always been portrayed as more of a recreational thing. Uh, so you get these laws passed. Um, things change for you guys. I'm, I'm curious. You, you mentioned CBD and CBG. What's the difference between the two? Oh, that's a great question. Um, so CBG, specifically CBGA, cannabigarolic acid, uh, is the stem cell of cannabis. It is the mother cannabinoid, if you will, uh, that both THC and CBD start as. Uh, it's typically found in young cannabis plants uh, prior to maturation, which is why it is um, also highly coveted and rare because it's it's hard to come by. Um during that program that we ran with Northwestern Oklahoma State, we actually found two genetics uh, in the wild that predominantly produce CBGA at full term, which is kind of a unique uh, thing. It allows us to cultivate that specific uh, or one of those two specific strains uh, and, and, and be able to extract a CBG rich oil. Mm. Uh, that we then turn around and combine with CBD. Uh, and other compounds like CBN for relaxation and sleep, um, et cetera, that, that we can promote both receptor activations. We can get both sides of uh, the table, if you will, the medical benefits without the high um, mm. that, that CBD alone doesn't provide. Uh, so, Yes, uh, you know, CBG is the, the, the stem cell. It is where all compounds start. Uh, but we found that it works best when combined with other compounds uh, and even in certain ratios. And so in Tegris hospitals, uh, many of the healthcare practitioners, uh, functional medicine research facilities that we work with, uh, and, and even pain management uh, physicians utilize a CBD to CBG ratio of 10 to 1. Um, that, that is for whatever reason, proven to be kind of the magic, uh, formula. And most of the products that we manufacture are THC free. Uh, however, they do utilize that 10 to one ratio that we now have about eight years of, of data behind. So now in the last, I want to say last 10 to 20 years, 
there are more and more states that are legalizing marijuana across the board anyways uh and then more and more states that are allowing cbd to be sold uh like almost over the counter at a lot of different places how has that affected your business and and what you're doing in in the industry as a whole well the cbd side i mean obviously when we started you know there was not a lot out there and what was out there uh was untested was unsafe was you know, a lot of claims and not a lot of data to back it up. And so the approach that we took through working through medical professionals and trying to build efficacy uh, in, in our product base has allowed us to maintain the majority of, of our clients, um, even the ones that have ventured off and tried other products. Most of the time they come back and say, hey, whatever you're doing, there's something different. Than this other CBD product, and well, it's that CBG. It's the genetics that we researched and, and discovered, and you know, ultimately, it, it truly does give us a unique stance. And you know, out of that program came many things. Um, the the most, I guess, uh, I, I believe, powerful thing that came out of that was we we found a genetic growing up in northern Oklahoma that produced no CBG, no THC, no CBD. Um, which is kind of crazy, right? Because all cannabis has those compounds in it. Yeah. However, it did produce six specific biochemicals, uh, also known as terpenes or flavonoids in the plant. Uh, and, and those six specific compounds make up the same pheromonal excretion as nearly all bugs on earth excrete when they die, like mosquitoes, chiggers, fleas, um, a lot of your invasive pests for gardening and, and turf care. Uh, and we also found it to be very antifungal. Uh, hmm. And so what this plant had done over the last 80 years of evolution um, was figured out that I don't need to make these cannabinoids, right? Uh, I need to make these same profiles chemical compounds as these bugs are excreting when they die on me right and and so it uh it's pretty pretty neat we call it our biomax uh, pheromonal replication technology and we can derive those six uh, individual biochemicals from six different plants on earth uh, not having to get them from cannabis so, so what does that do for the agriculture? Like, so, so what happens when a bug dies on a plant and it's, it's secreting these pheromones? What's the benefit to the plant or what's the benefit to, for, for what you're using it for? Well, so, you know, the, the plant that we found had, had been able to copy that, uh, to reproduce that exact biochemical sequence in return that made that plant resistant to nearly every insect we have thrown at um and at the same sense it repels those insects they don't want to be around it they smell danger right uh to humans there's not much of a smell at all it's kind of a faint earthy floral smell um to bugs they they, they don't like it at all they run um and what's neat too is that your predatory insects like praying mantis and uh, lady beetles uh, are attracted to it. They smell dinner time, mm. right? So it's bringing in the 
insects that we want in our gardens or in our you know lawns etc around our home uh, however it is preventing uh, and, and and repelling the insects we don't want especially the mosquitoes the chiggers the fleas uh which are you know typically combated by utilizing um caustic chemicals deet uh and others so so let me let me get this straight you're saying that you were able to find a a basically a genetic version of a plant that doesn't have to use any pesticides at all no poisons on our plants anymore that brings in the good bugs and shoes away the bad bugs so why isn't this like super mainstream what's what's holding this back like i I feel like you're gonna put certain companies out of business if they if they even know that you don't have to do this this kind of pesticide stuff on plants anymore is it something that you can transfer to multiple crops absolutely so we just recently finished a test with auburn university um they ran our product against uh, the top two uh non pesticide right so non-chemical in other words natural um pest repellents and fungicides on the market uh, and we proved to be 226 percent more effective than neem oil which is typically utilized in organic gardening natural farming as the, the go-to for pest mitigation uh, and then also the top brand in the u.s and i won't name that brand because we're being nice um but but it's 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 a big one so um, we're on the process now. I am under NDA with a couple of the larger companies that typically uh, produce your, your caustic uh, pesticides and fungicides. And, and they are, I, I will tell you that they are aware of my technology. Uh, they have expressed interest in moving towards green um, products. All of your major crop input providers and pesticide and fungicide manufacturers are actively seeking green technologies. Uh, they know their days are numbered. Uh, more and more lawsuits like Roundup and, and and some of the other bad ones that are coming out now. And the same goes for, uh, example, the, the pet collars. Uh, Sargento, I believe it is, is under a uh, $200 plus million class action lawsuit uh, for killing people's puppies mm. uh, by giving them chemical-laden, you know, cancer-causing uh, collars and shampoos and sprays. So we're, we're very excited to bring this technology, not just to agriculture, uh, because we know the damage that is being done and what's being used on our food crops now. Blue Magic is safe all the way to the day of harvest. Uh, and I'll give you an example of that. The grape industry, uh, typically, you know, when you go buy grapes at the, the convenience store, the supermarket, uh, they've got a little bit of white powder on them. Right. Mm-hmm. Take that home. We rinse that off. It's no big deal because it doesn't really hurt us. Uh, but they 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 have to cut off the use of chemical fungicides 30 days prior to harvesting that to maintain safe levels, according to the EPA. Right. Of how many of these chemicals can be in our food. Uh, if they use blue magic from start to finish, uh, they can actually use it all the way to the last day of harvest and never have any of that fungus build up on the plant whatsoever. And what we're seeing is that we're actually increasing the overall yield. The plant is able to continue to grow happy and healthy during its fruiting and finishing uh, stages, instead of after living a life of being attacked with synthetic petroleum-based chemicals, 
now it just has to suffer from a, you know, pest or really a parasite fungus uh, attacking and, and taking nutrients from it. So uh, not only are we eliminating the chemical side of things, but we are also able to provide a healthier, uh, more bountiful harvest uh, to the cultivator. I'll tell you what, uh, I know there are acceptable levels that we're supposed to be able to have. I'd rather have the level zero, if you ask me. That's kind of the acceptable level that I would shoot for. And that sounds like what Blue Magic is doing. So uh, how how is it working out for you? I mean, how far along are you in this process? And when can we expect to see this as far as like a mainstream thing? So we are working with probably the, the, the leading company in the U.S. right now for big box brokerage as far as getting mainstream products uh, to market, right? Like there's, as I'm finding out, I'm a, I'm a small town Oklahoma boy, right? That is, is kind of stumbled into something special. And luckily I've got some really great partners behind me uh, that are helping make some of the right relationships, if you will. Uh, but I, I believe we have some some of the right groups that will be taking these products to market uh, as we come into, well, right now, the spring of, of 2023. So um, you can find our products, the Blue Magic products, in most of your grow supply centers, such as uh, HTG Supply nationwide, uh, Grow Generation in most states that they have operations in. And we're working on companies like uh, Ace Hardware, Tractor Supply, um, and several other, you know, can't name the rest of them because we're not there yet, but we'll get there. Uh, all of them, right? This is a product that should be and ultimately will be uh, in some form, whether it's a, a agriculture or a home and garden product or the newest products that we're releasing uh, in the next 30 days, actually, uh, which is our pet products, a pet safe collar that utilizes our technology, uh, a pet shampoo and a pet spray, a flea and tick spray. Um, and then our people products, which I'm the most excited about because I'm a big advocate against DEET, uh, which is sprayed on by the boatload every year, right? Uh, because who wants to get ate up by insects? Uh, you know, mosquitoes nope. and, and the daggum noceums, if you're out there on the coast, will, you know, eat you alive. Um, so our product is very effective at repelling those flying insects. Uh, and we are very excited to bring a all-natural sunscreen that utilizes that pest repellency to it as well as a people spray to replace current products utilizing DEET. All right. I completely understand how the spray will work for us as humans. I understand how it would work on a pet collar and shampoo. That makes sense to me. How do you use it on plants? Is this, is this a something that we spray on there? Is this something that is part of the soil where the plant is grown? How does it work or function for, for agriculture? So exactly. You're on the right track. Um, it is it is foliar applied, right? Which means it can be sprayed using boom sprayers like traditional agriculture, or we actually have a uh, ready to use product that is uh, just a, a handheld sprayer, you know, to spray house plants and, and small, you know, garden areas. Um, and we actually sell a refill for that. And so with the refill that refills that uh, handheld sprayer 32 times, it winds up working out to about $2 a unit, um, you know, which makes it a very sustainable um, option to happen to buy a 10 or $20 product every time we want to go, uh, you know, take care of our plants or, or spray around our house. If we're going to have guests, I have so many people that say, man, 
you know, I use your product in my commercial operation or my greenhouses, et cetera. I took it home. I used it around my backyard before I had a party and we had no mosquitoes. And I'm like, yes, mm. that, that is, that is why it says mosquitoes on the label. Uh, we have a lot of golf courses that are now utilizing the product around the clubhouses and, and the fairways. And they're like, man, not only are the mosquitoes gone, but our grass is greener. Everything looks better. Like, is that supposed to happen? I said, yes. That's... And so it truly is a multi-purpose product that typically when we think about traditional pesticides and fungicides, we think a product does one thing, right? And we have to have all these products to do all these different things. And Blue Magic really is a one-stop shop um, that, that, that is now being verified by farms and, and, and growers and homeowners all over the country. Uh, it's, it's pretty neat. Yeah, man. I'm thinking about that as, you know, it's just spraying it around my house, getting rid of all kinds of different bugs. I mean, I'm in San Diego. I don't have a lot of humidity, but I'd imagine, you know, living over in Florida and having all that humidity, having all those mosquitoes. I remember flying into like Austin, Texas, for example, in the summer, and it wasn't pretty. You getting bit all over the place. But to have this as part of your house to make your flowers even grow, bloom even better, your grass grow greener, and you're getting rid of the bugs, that's a win-win. And correct me if I'm wrong, but this came from your research in the hemp industry, right? Like it all started with you finding this one plant and you're like, wait a minute, there's something different about this guy. Absolutely. And it completely changed our trajectory from that moment forward. Uh, I had no idea we were going to be, you know, discovering uh, the, the, the next, you know, key to pest management and, and natural farming. Uh, when we set out for this program, we were looking for, you know, new compounds and new ways to make medicine and, uh, you know, we're still actively, you know, seeking that and putting those together. But Blue Magic has now kind of taken, I would say, you know, 80 percent of my bandwidth uh, bringing this to market and, and left my, my son and, and my wife, uh, you know, kind of back in the manufacturing side to to handle all of our CBD stuff that we still do uh, actively. Uh, but but the Blue Magic, the, the you know, is kind of my 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 future, what, what I'm truly focused on right now. And I'm wondering how many ailments you're going to essentially cure because of the side effects that we don't really even understand that's in the food that we're eating. I mean, you, you hear things all the time about food that's being processed is not healthy for humans. Uh, and we hardly think about the greens that we eat as well, the vegetables and the fruits that we always think they're the most natural, they're the best for us, but we don't really take into consideration the side effects from what's preventing those things from rotting essentially so that we can get them and eat them. Those things can have side effects for us too. So you're already helping people with the CBD stuff for the ailments that they already have. I feel like Blue Magic is gonna help us prevent some of the ailments that we're going to be having and you're not letting me get bit by mosquitoes. Man, Farmer Ryan, is there anything that your blue magic doesn't do? <laughs> well, we're uh, we're actively looking for what it does not do. But right now, it's sure looking like uh, we got something very special. So it, it's tr truly my mission. You know, and I said this 10 years ago, we're going to change the world, right? I just didn't know how we were going to do it yet. Uh, uh, let me ask you this kind of a funny question. So just so we get clarity, this doesn't mean that the potheads out there that are smoking a joint and having the smoke come out is going to clear the mosquitoes. This is unique to the plant that you found, right? For sure. And, and even the blue magic itself, uh, you know, again, we don't utilize cannabis in the ingredients. We're able to get those ingredients from other plants like ra you know, rosemary, 
uh, chamomile, et cetera, and put those back into formulation in that exact same ratio that we observed in that plant. And that is the basis of the patent. And so I always try to clarify, it is technology that came from cannabis. I think there's so much that, you know, we're going to learn uh, from this plant that we've been kind of, I guess, disallowed to, you know, really research it and see what its potentials are. But for biofuels, for renewable energy, uh, for textiles, paper, uh, and of course, we know it's amazing for, you know, for rope and sails and rigging. So uh, I think it's the future for a lot of uh, technologies that will eventually replace petroleum-based products like plastics, styrofoam, uh, and biofuels to start. It, and especially at a time where we are literally looking for changes like that. Uh, I mean, you look around the world today and there are talks about, you know, hey, are we buying oil in gold? Are we buying oil in dollars? Are we buying, you know, all these different resources that are that that empires are built upon? And yet here we are with this magical plant. We haven't even begun to scrape the surfaces really of what this thing holds. I mean, you guys came across one one piece of technology out of one plant and you're saying basically that there's there's so many more limitless opportunities that are there. Yes, sir. We are uh, we are continuously searching the past uh, to grow a brighter future for everyone. All right, Farmer Ryan, now one more time before we head out, we're running low on time. I want to make sure that if people want to find out more about what you do, more about this product, do a little bit of research, maybe even grab the product for themselves. Um, I'm going to give you the floor here. Final thoughts and how can people get a hold of you? Yes, sir. Uh, BlueMagicNaturals.com um, can get them linked up to a retailer near them or find a online distributor uh, that they can order direct from. And they can also follow me directly at farmerryan.com. Um, those are the best two spots. Perfect, my friend. Perfect. All right, man, look, I don't want to keep much of your time. You had a, a super busy schedule, so I got one final question for you. You went on a number of podcasts today alone. You've been on a number of different uh, interviews. You're getting out there trying to spread the message so we're in the business of creating some fun content so that we can break it up and put it on social media. So my question to you is, how fun was it or what was your experience like creating content with the business, bro? Man, this was great. Uh, honestly, uh, you know, I hopefully maybe get to come back in the future. There's still a lot more we can talk about. And uh, you know, this was great. I, I love it. I think everything you guys are doing is, uh, is, is, is unique. It's different. And uh, I like it. And you got to do it out of your car, my friend. That makes it even that much better, right? <laughs> Man, I, I, you know, again, I apologize. I do have a studio. It just didn't work out for me to be in it today. So thank you for, uh, for, for having me. Yeah, man, don't even worry about it. This is my example, ladies and gentlemen, right here. Look, he's got a great product that he's sharing that he needs to make content, and he did it out of his car, all right? So there's no excuse why you're not creating content at scale either. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, you got a green thumb. You definitely need to check out this product. I know I'm going to be looking for it myself. The wife's got a green thumb. She feels like there's all kinds of bugs in the house. I'm going to try it just to get rid of the mosquitoes, just in and of itself like that it's worth it so make sure you guys check it out bluemagicnaturals.com bluemagicnaturals.com and you can follow more about what ryan is doing go to farmerryan.com farmerryan.com farmer ryan thank you very much for being on the program today 
we uh we'll definitely get you on because you what you're doing i think is just the beginning so we would definitely want to follow up here soon ladies and gentlemen we'll catch you guys on the next one peace and we're out it's over go home is your business in need of marketing try starting a podcast but not just any podcast podcast like a pro we can show you how to take your business from being invisible to becoming a brand people trust Go to www.businessbros.biz to get started today.